Hi, welcome to No BS Women's Health, the podcast giving a big voice to the things women worry about. I'm Chloe Bunter, Pilates teacher, trainer, and creator of the Pilates Instructor Hub. My mission is to help you feel empowered in your body to move fearlessly. And I'm Kate Spina, nutritionist, award-winning chef, eating disorder survivor, helping you feel more confident about what you eat. Together, we're delivering the truth bombs you need to feel more empowered about your health, physical, emotional, and mental. If you find this episode helpful, we'd love you to leave us a review, subscribe, and share this with other women in your life. Hello, Chloe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. Hi, Kate. Hi, everyone. I feel like it's been a little little while, a little while between recordings. I'm really looking forward to today. We are going to be talking about collagen, about supplementing with collagen. Does it work? Doesn't it work? If it does work, you know, what sort of collagen, how much collagen, more importantly, what does, you know, and what, well, not more importantly, but what does the evidence tell us? So what does the research on this tell us? Not just the, you know, the shiny marketing on Instagram and uh, Mm. with the influencers and those little packets of individualised servings of collagen, which, by the way, wind me the fuck up. Um, So I was language warning. Um, that's not okay for the environment. Do we really need to have individualised little sachets being told to use X amount of sachets per day? Like, come on, we can all use a measuring spoon. Um, so yeah, looking forward to talking about this, Kate. Yeah, see, I haven't seen the sachets, but I've seen collagen in just about everything else. So I've seen Mm. it in drinks, I've seen it in protein bars, um, so yes, today we're talking about, um, where, whether you should spend your money on it. I think that's the important thing because I think when it comes to things that women worry about, it's like, is this going to work? I've been promised it's going to work. Should I spend my money on it? Mm. Um, so. Oh, to- oh, completely. Yeah. And I have spent my money on collagen before and, then, you know, I've heard conflicting information and then I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to waste my money on this anymore because it's not cheap. Um, no, and no. I'm like, well, if it's not going to be doing anything of benefit for me, why am I bothering? Uh, I'm really surprised. <laughs> I'm really surprised you haven't seen all the individualised sachets. <laughs> Every, all of those Instagram, uh, I'm not going to name any of the brands, yeah. but they are the big brands. Um and, and, you know, they come in like you, you, you buy like a tub and inside that tub, right, inside that packaging oh. are individual sachets oh, of collagen good. and then you, you you tear off the top, tip it into your drink. But it's not just one a day, you know, they're telling you to take however many a day. Jesus. So they're going with, okay, we're going to individually package this for you inside fucking packaging already to yeah. make it more convenient, but really we got to start with that shit, right? You don't yeah. ban plastic bags and then continue doing things like that. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, no, that's 
that's ridiculous. Okay, I'm glad I haven't. Yeah, um, and and no, and I'll get off this in a minute. But I have actually reached out to those brands about this because it does particularly annoy me. Radio yeah. silence. <laughs> you know, you've kind of you know hit a nerve when they just purely blank your comment. Yeah. Like I've even tried that. And polite. I'm not. I'm not like but, but very polite I've done okay they're not going to respond to an email they're not going to respond to a direct message okay I'm going to pop the message visually on their social media again politely but visual yeah. nice. radio silence yes well so yeah let's be aware of that as well as consumers um yeah, so I, I oh sorry 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 just what you said there that highlights that often things that are marketed to women especially, are really just designed to make money. You know, yeah. we don't care about the environment. We actually don't care about your mental health. We we don't know if this works. You know, those that's this, this for me, that's a recurring theme. Well, of that loops back to what we discussed in diet culture, doesn't it? That yeah. diet culture cares not for your health. Diet no. culture cares about making money. Yeah, okay. and I feel, I feel there's a massive... Like that's a massive theme with collagen and collagen supplements. And would you say those sort of supplements in general because, and I mean this can be another episode, um, we have had requests to do an episode just on supplements altogether. Yeah. But I do, re- you know, recently I asked you about hair and, you know, hair and nail supplements, worth yeah. the money, not worth the money. And again, we won't mention the brand, big name mm. brand, who mm-hmm. I probably would have thought to be – do you know what I mean? Kind of sort of like yeah. it's the most visual. It pops up a lot for me in ads on Facebook and Instagram. I'm like, okay, well, do I go there? Hair supplement. I tell you what, every hairdresser I've ever gone to has said, hey, you should get onto blah 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 supplement. Oh, really? Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. But oh, mm-hmm. but when I ask you, but again, is that just not coming down to marketing? Ah, uh, it's absolutely marketing. Like, yeah, because you supplement. were you were like, no, that's not a good supplement. Yeah, supplements in general, um, especially the ones that you buy at the supermarket or the chemist, are generally in too low a dose to have an effect. And we see this in collagen, actually, because I did a little bit of a search on the most popular collagen powders to look at what dose. But they've got in them, so we'll, uh, we'll talk about that in okay. so a minute. could we start off then, Kate, with what is it? Like what is collagen? What are the different types of collagen? Just to give us a bit of a, you know, where, where we start from. Yeah, so the reason um, that I think collagen has had a lovely, you know, a fair chunk of press and that supplements are being sold is because it is a really important protein um, produced and used in your body. It's your main structural protein. So it's found in your skin, in tendons and in bones. Um, and it's the main it's the main component of your skin. So, um, and it makes up at least 70, probably over 75% of your skin's dry weight. So it's a big deal. Um, There are lots of different types of collagen, but there are sort of three main ones used in your body. And unfortunately, um, people, as we grow older, our collagen um, becomes degraded um, how we produce collagen um, doesn't function as well and our collagen production does slow. And so, therefore, the structure of our skin is not as robust. So that's where we see signs of ageing. Mm. You know, it's, you know, it's funny as I'm listening to you say that, 
it's funny how we say like unfortunately in all of this because don't you think that it's just – and I was having this discussion with a couple of good girlfriends the other day. We're so adverse to ageing. Like we, we yeah. want to be frozen in some, you know, youthful period of time and – I mean, if we want to do that, well, let's go back to like, you know, where people only had a lifespan of like 30 years or whatnot. <laughs> so it's it just really interesting to me. I, I also saw this um, great post the other day on Instagram and I'm sorry, I can't remember who posted it, but they basically said um, it's not about if your body's going to change, it's yeah. when your body changes, like your, your body is going to change, right? That yeah. is part of ageing. Um, we're going to change, you know, maybe our bodies change shape, maybe those sorts of things, you know. I, like it just sort of makes sense to me that, well, it's just part of ageing and, and part of ageing is also a privilege that uh, we don't, you know. I, I mean, I had that discussion as well with my stepmother. I was kind of talking about ageing and everything and she's like, Chloe, it's such a privilege to age. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, like my grandmother turned 100 on the weekend and I look at her and she is amazing. She is so amazing. And I don't look at her and see anything but this amazing woman. I'm not looking at her and going, wow, you look 100 now. Or I can say, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, like, it's, let me count your wrinkles yeah right and and I was exactly the same with with my um dear late grandmother and yeah so I think it's it's interesting it's this perpetual um search for the fountain of youth and I'm not going to sit here and be a hypocrite and don't say I don't you know do treatments with my skin or this or that you know to, but it's just I'm trying to start to look at things a little different and also ex- there's, a, there's a certain acceptance um, that things do change as we age, but then there's also things we can do, um, you know, in regards to keeping us as vital as possible, such as exercise regularly, you know, eat well, etc. cetera. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that was just a little, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. So, okay, so our, it, our collagen starts to change as we age. Yeah, we don't produce it as well. Um, and so, therefore, as the as the main structural component of our skin, our skin just doesn't have the structure or the elasticity as it did. So this is when, the reason we start to get wrinkles or one off. Yeah, wrinkles, um, you know, sagging skin, um, like, you know, I think we tend to see it around jowls or like eyelids. It's just that we're just not making um, that structural component mm. as well. Mm. And so this is where supplements have stepped in and went, well, and I think on the back, you know, this is all tied up in bone broth as well. Like, oh, you know, my drink- gosh, bone broth. Bone broth became like the new wheatgrass shot, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I've lots to say. But actually we need to do this. I was like, to- she's got a bit <laughs> silent there. It's obviously a trigger. <laughs> just like- You're just being triggered, Kate. <laughs> I, actually, I actually have an Instagram post going up tonight on bone broth. So, um and okay, okay. so so TLDR, too long didn't read, is, is bone broth yeah. a, a yeah. yay or a nay? Oh, it's not going to hurt. Right. Like, put, don't pin your gold medal winning hopes on it. Right, okay. Okay, so it's not it's not the cure-all for everything to do with health, 
But no. it's, it's good, I, it's good I, enough for you, right? Oh, it's delicious. I definitely make chicken stock, but I'm not thinking it's magic. Yeah, okay. You know, so anyway. Okay. Intelligence. So, <laughs> the, you know, so that, that's when we see all these supplements going, well, hey, doesn't it make sense that if you're not making collagen as well as you get older, that if you just drink this collagen, then it can help your skin. And um, it's not as simple as that. It's not as simple as that. Mm. And and Chloe, you mentioned um, a post by Dr. Carl. Um, was it last year? Yeah. So there was this post going around. Uh, maybe he put it on TikTok, and then someone shared it on Instagram. Yeah. And it pretty much went viral. And it was um, Dr. Carl Krasniewski. Am I? I, I'm not com- gonna, often I'm just not referred to as Dr. Carl. He's he's a bit yeah, of a bit, bit of a legend in Australia. So maybe our um, international listeners might not know who he is. But he's kind of like uh, he you know he's had a constant um, spot on Triple J etc. And he's kind of the go-to for asking anything sort of sciencey, and he helps to explain it in layman's terms. Basically, that's how I would describe Dr. Carl. Um, seems like a really great guy, and so on. Very engaging. So he put up a um, video basically calling bullshit on all this this rage in collagen supplements and saying that there's no way that they can actually be absorbed um, in the structure that we ingest them in um, and therefore they can't actually do what they are being marketed to do. Essentially, they just turn into... I'm going to guess, I'm really paraphrasing here, but, you know, once they're digested, et cetera, just turn into, like, protein like anything else. I guess it would be the same if I was a- any sort of protein-y type supplement I'm going to go with. Mm. Like, I, in a nutshell, collagen would be no different than just taking any other protein supplement. It's not special. It's not going to have a special effect um, yeah. as collagen per se. Do, am, I, am I saying that right? Yeah, so collagen is a big protein and like other proteins, it's not easily absorbed um, as a whole. It, protein gets broken down in the stomach and absorbed in your small intestine as amino acids. So amino acids are just like the little building blocks of proteins. Mm. And and so everything that Dr. Carl mentioned in um, in, in those posts was absolutely correct. Collagen is a big protein. It gets broken down into its little building blocks. It gets absorbed. And then I think he had that great phrase where he said it doesn't have a memory. It yes, right. So it collagen. can't put it back. It can't put itself no. back together. Yeah. can't put it back, back together. And then you don't get to tell it where it goes. Yeah, I want yeah. you to go to my crow's feet, of course. Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't that be lovely? <laughs> like... Gonna like sheet this collagen down, and then you're gonna go to work on my jowls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go to work on my jowls and my crow's feet, please. Thank you. Nowhere no, else. Take this later. I'll clock off at five. Um, <laughs> but for reals. Yeah, but continue. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so most supplements <laughs> we've seen up until recently. And, and can I just say, sorry, can I just say, double click. There ain't nothing wrong with crow's feet and jowls, by the way. You know, so just I just no. want to put that out there as well. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, we're all clean. faces are just freaking awesome. Full stop. Yes, um, but yeah. So and and most of the supplements, most of the collagen supplements, up you know up to fairly recently, 
have just had that big protein. Um, and then a lot of the studies that came out supporting those supplements were funded by industry, so funded by the company that produced them. Funded by the supplement um, company, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super non-biased, um, super non-biased yeah. there. <laughs> you know, there was no placebo, which meant that there wasn't a group using the supplement compared to a group use, not using the supplement. Yeah. So like no double-blind studies where like no one knew who had what. And generally these studies were using self-reported results. So they were giving a collagen formula like supplement to a group, generally a small group of women, and then going, hey, use this for a month and then come back and tell us what your wrinkles did. Yeah, isn't that funny too? Because um, I know, for instance, like when I've used like, I don't know, like I'm using slightly different skin cream or I've done a face mask or something, you know, I self-report and go, yeah, I'm feeling fresh as fuck, right? Looking for... Yeah. But... (laughs) Because you want it to you work. You want it to, right? If I'm going to yeah. go and spend like however much money on a facial or some sort of treatment, I yeah. want to be like, yeah, okay, that was worth it. That wasn't a waste. <laughs> you know? So I think there can be also, um, it'd be interesting to know if there was a bit of the placebo response in there as well. Yeah. There'd be a massive yeah. placebo yeah. response. Yeah. Because we all want, we all want it to work. Mm. Um so, yeah, so, you know, so that's sort of where we were with collagen supplements up until fairly recently. And then, as science does, um, when science gets more information and um, evolves, um, where collagen supplements have gone now is they've gone right. So, you're right, collagen doesn't get absorbed that easily, um, mm. bodies. So is there a way that we can facilitate collagen actually being absorbed as a whole so it actually gets a chance to be used as collagen rather than just those amino acids, which are part of our growth and repair systems anyway? Yeah. So, I mean, so, I mean, protein's important, et cetera. Um, I I mean, my understanding is a lot of us don't probably get quite enough protein mm. i know i definitely don't i have to consciously think about getting enough yeah. protein um in my day uh so that's really interesting so it's not like you'd be taking your collagen supplements the bigger um form of it of the amino acids it's not working how you think it's working mm-hmm. but you're still getting some additional protein but yeah i'd also say then that if it is being marketed specifically as collagen Collagen seems to be a little more expensive. Have you noticed that? Like if it's marketed oh. with collagen on it as opposed to just your average oh. Joe Blow protein yeah. supplement, it's it's a bit more right. exclusive, it's more expensive, it's got the shiny yeah. packaging. So, I mean, that, yeah. you kind of just, just on that, when I was doing a little research because I hate women feeling like they have to spend a lot of money mm. on um, that's that's one of my pet hates feeling that health or well-being or feeling good about yourself relies on spending a lot of money. Mm. I hate that for us. Mm. Um, so I had a look at probably one of the um, most like top three, it'd be in the top three um, collagen supplements I've seen in Australia. And for 240 grams of collagen peptides, so we'll talk about collagen peptides in a second, um, that was $72. So that's $288 a kilo. Oh, like, what? Yeah. So that's too much money. Come 
That's some pot when you think that you can get a pretty decent kilo protein powder from about twenty five to thirty dollars. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll talk about whether protein like collagen versus protein in a minute. But going back to like like companies going all right, okay, we hear you, collagen's not that well absorbed. What can we do to can we facilitate this? Can mm. it be absorbed in any other way? Um what they've done now is um, they started breaking down those big chains of collagen, mm-hmm. which are made up of hundreds of amino acids, down into much smaller groups of two or three, and they're called dye or tripeptides. So this is where now the marketing and the packaging has changed from collagen to collagen peptides. Oh. So they a smaller molecular weight they are easier to absorb. Studies show that um, they are actually absorbed through the intestine and studies are now looking at the possible correlating effects. Wow. So, okay. So this, So what you're saying there is they're small enough to be absorbed, small. right? So what Dr. Carl was talking about was big, the bigger ones. The, the bigger, bigger ones. ones. <laughs> yeah. It was absolutely correct. Ah, fascinating. Um, when you are mentioning that, is that what we would refer to as hydrolyzed? Yes, hydrolyzed collagen or collagen peptides. So same, same, same. Is it the same thing? Same, same. Um, so easy to absorb, which is great, but you still have no control over where that collagen goes. So in theory, your body will use those little collagen peptides where it's needed most. That could be in your skin, it could be in your joints, it could be in your gut lining. So, mm. um, so it's very, it's you know, it's when it, people yeah. try and advertise. So, so if we're talking about advertising here and we're like, you yeah. know, these companies are saying, take this, it's going to improve your wrinkles on your face. Let's be honest, they put that on there yeah. on, on so much marketing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's similar to when we look at um, in the fitness industry and we look at, at, at you know, promotion of exercise, it's going to spot reduce your stomach fat or it's going to this. And we know that that's total bullshit. You cannot spot reduce. You will, if you are losing weight, you will lose it from wherever, like, the body decides to lose it from, right? Yeah. If you can't, yeah. So it's, it's just interesting to me that it's, there's that crossover. It's, it makes It makes sense that you can't send it to a specific place. Yeah, your body decides where you need repair. Um, so it could very well be on your face. It could also be on, you know, your hand. If you have a cut, it could be in joints. It could be in your gut lining. So, um, yes, you can absorb collagen as smaller peptides. Um, they could go to your skin. They could also go somewhere else. So, so just- they don't just... Sorry if I sound really ignorant here. Um, they don't just kind of equally go through your body. The body will actually draw it to a certain place where it recognises that it needs it. Yeah, where you need um, – I mean, your body prioritises growth and repair. Okay, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so it will prioritise it accordingly. So, yeah, we don't get a lot of say in um, – where that collagen goes, so it could go everywhere. Hmm. Cool. 
So that's interesting. So um, with these collagen peptides, there have been lots of studies on the effects of these, not just on skin. I saw some studies on wound healing as well because that would be an amazing um, an amazing jump in, in research and therapy if you could actually use collagen peptides to promote wound healing after burns and things. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's research into joints and there was this massive um, systematic review and meta-analysis and Chloe and I get really excited about these sort of studies because what it means is that someone has come along and decided, decided to pull lots of studies and look at the combined results. So there's a, um, I'll post a copy, um, I'll post a link to this study in the show notes, but basically there was, there were 19 studies on hydrolyzed collagen supplementation and skin aging done. Um, so these 19 studies were pulled. There were a total of 1,125 participants. Um, and this was pretty recent too. So this was um, uh, done in 2021. Yeah, so recent, doesn't look like it, no industry funding, so that was good. And the results were not self-reported. The results were measured in terms of skin hydration, wrinkle depth, elasticity. Um, so that's that's one of the like plus sides of this meta-analysis. Um, the other plus side is that they showed improvements in skin um, after 90 days um, and up to three to four weeks after stopping collagen supplementation. So that's interesting. So you have to keep going with the collagen supplementation. Yeah, I found that really, that that definitely um, got me thinking. I found that really interesting. It's it's also a bit annoying (laughs) that it needs to be a... (laughs) Do you know, it's to me that's like, well, if you want to maintain this, you've got to keep taking it. Yeah. Which is interesting as well. Anyway, it is what it yeah. is. But, yeah, I just thought that so, was really, hmm. Yeah. So, and the, the other thing in those studies is that those studies use different amounts of collagen. Um, and so this goes back to sort of we can think about um, what products are being marketed to us because it seems that if you are going to, pick a collagen supplement that seems most effective it's going to be definitely those collagen peptides that hydrolyze collagen and it seems the studies point to a 10 gram dose so when we look at probably well the three most popular collagen supplements that i get told about by my clients so the top three one of them they're all um collagen peptides which was good mm-hmm. Um, one of them has 12 grams, it's 12 gram dose and it delivers 12 grams of collagen peptides so that you'd think that, okay, if I'm going to see results, it's going to be most likely from that one, that is probably worth spending money on. The other two had um, their doses were three grams or less. So that's at the lower end of um, like the research. So, you know, if you're thinking about where you're spending your money, you want a higher dose in order to see those effects. So, Gotcha. So things we're looking at when we're either searching online for if we want to go down the route yes. of supplementing with collagen, um, if we're searching online or if we're standing in the health food shop, the things that we want to look out for are the words peptide or hydrolyzed. 
Yeah. And 10 or so. Yeah, 10 grams. grams. 10 grams of, um, of collagen in, in that serve. So have a look at the serving. Look at the nutrition panel on the back. Have a look at what the serving size is and have a look at the amount of collagen peptides in that. If it doesn't say, because one, one of the most popular collagen powders out there doesn't actually say how much collagen it has in it. It just says how much protein is in it. Mm. So collagen is protein, so you've got mm. to assume. And, and it says that it is 97% collagen. So um, so in that case, the, the dose in that particular product was less than three grams, which oh. in some studies, um, I, I've looked at studies which show some benefits at two and a half grams, but the best results came at 10 grams. So, again, if you're going to spend your money on it. I was going to say, if I'm spending my money on it, I want the, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not going to muck around. <laughs> no, you don't want to muck around. I want to just be throwing it away. Um, but you know what? You, you don't have to pin. So, yeah, the research, there's lots of research out there. There's lots of studies which seem to be high-quality studies showing um, showing improvements. Yeah. But um, something that I wonder about and something that I desperately searched for was is just getting enough protein, like, going to give you the same effects? Oh, because I'm so happy you're saying this because in my head I'm sitting here going, but here's the thing, spending money – on collagen is a luxury right we don't all have spare money to spend on this and also i mean if these studies are saying step one i gotta be doing it for 90 days before i see any improvement step two guess what i've got to continue that forever and a day if i want to continue to reap the benefits of said supplement um yeah is that like putting that out of reach of a lot of people yeah, it's 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 funny. Um, another thing to think about with collagen is that yeah, like it's a, a protein powder, for example, would still supply all those collagen building blocks, all the amino acids that are in collagen, but it would also be a complete protein because collagen um, has lots of amino acids in it, but it doesn't have tryptophan, so it's not a complete protein. It misses one of those essential amino acids. So a protein powder, whether it's, you know, a whey-based one or a pea protein, actually has all of those essential amino acids in it. Um, Collagen is also not vegetarian or vegan friendly. So that's another option if you're thinking about, you know, your choices. Mm. And we've already discussed how expensive it is. So just some things to think about when you're making your choice. What about the – so, okay, so, so just to clarify, Kate, are you saying that taking a protein supplement would have the same effect as taking a hydrolyzed collagen supplement? Well, look, I, I desperately searched for research comparing the two um, and I found research on inflammation. I found research on body composition. Um, in both those cases, I think coll- in inflammation, collagen and protein powders sort of came out similar in terms of affecting body composition. So um, increased muscle, I think protein powder came out slightly ahead. Um, I couldn't find any studies comparing collagen powder and protein powder on skin. Mm. Um, but you know, if I, when I'm looking, when I'm thinking about skin health from a nutritional perspective with a client, my first thought is not collagen. My first thought is 
are you getting enough protein? Mm. I'm, I mean, I'm 46. I'm definitely, and, and my skin and my hair has taken a beating from the stress of lockdowns and COVID and, and I'm in a lovely position now where I can be really proactive about supporting that. Um, I'm not taking collagen powder. I'm actually adding, making sure I get more protein. Mm. And um, because my body, your body makes collagen, and it can make it from the amino acids found in lots of different proteins. So mm. that's something to be um, to, to consider. And the other thing to consider, and this is a nutrient which also gets depleted by stress, but is absolutely essential to optimal collagen production. And that's vitamin C. Mm. So I've been really focused on just thinking about, oh, am I getting enough protein here? I'm adding a little bit more protein to breakfast and I'm making sure absolutely daily I'm getting enough vitamin C. Mm. Okay, so it's really interesting. So I've, I've almost I've almost got to the bottom of this with my brain. So in regards back to this protein supplement, protein versus collagen, then if we're looking at just having that one supplement, if we want a supplement – and yeah. we choose protein. Do we need to look for hydrolyzed in that? Because again, now I'm I'm worried about you know the size of the molecules. No, no because um the protein in a protein powder, regardless of what it is, whether it's whey or pea protein or whatever, will just get absorbed as little amino acids building blocks. Mm -hmm. And then after they get absorbed, your body will like fit them back together in whatever protein it needs, so it can do its job. So your body may put together those amino acids into collagen if your body needs collagen, you know, in a certain spot. Well, I mean, your body makes collagen daily anyway. Um, so, yeah, no, there's no need to actually then look for like a peptide protein powder or a hydrolyzed pea protein because your body's just absorbing that protein as those amino acids building blocks. Mm. So, yes, and that's why protein is so much cheaper as well. It's easier to produce um but yeah if you are if you are thinking yeah vitamin c great like i cannot drive home how important this is if you think like so we all know that scurvy is caused by lack of vitamin c scurvy is literally your body not making collagen very well oh, because wow. yeah so your skin suffers your wounds don't heal your gums bleed it's because vitamin C is crucial to you making collagen. And and just like thinking back to the past couple of years, vitamin C is depleted by stress. So get your vitamin C, ladies. Your oranges, your strawberries, kiwi fruit, um, red capsicum, broccoli, potatoes, include those daily. Mm. Mm, okay. So okay. So, so really interesting. Um I'm just still I'm still having a little bit of like a bit of cognitive dissonance or something going on in regards to the protein powder versus the collagen. So I really want to nut this out because so we've we've established that what Dr. Carl was talking about with the, that that certain type of collagen that wasn't hydrolyzed. So it was I'm assuming in more of its full form. Is that right? Because yeah. hydrolyzation yeah. is a process. Is that right? And man, yeah. yeah, it's a it's okay. Cool. And as he said, like, that isn't being absorbed in its full no. molecular structure because it's too big to be absorbed in its full molecular structure, right? Um, but, however, if we hydrolyze it, it can be absorbed into the intestine in its full 
molecular structure. Am I right with that so far? Yeah, hydrolyzation it breaks it down into smaller molecules. So instead of this big collagen protein, right. you have you have little groups of collagen like peptides. Right. So instead of these big chains, you've got like tiny chains, tiny links. Fantastic. Okay. So on one side we've got we've got the collagen that's in the that's still it, it hasn't been broken down. On the other side, we've got the hydrolyzed, right? Yeah. The hydrolyzed is being absorbed as is and from what we can tell from the studies um it seems to be more effective than the other form before it's broken down from an absorption point of view am i I'm still yeah right with this story showing that um it seems to be absorbed um at varying percentages um intact as collagen awesome okay so now we're looking at, we're going to the, sh- and we're like, I can only afford one. I can't afford protein powder plus mm. hydrolyzed collagen. Um, and I don't want to do two different supplements. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm feeling like I need to increase my intake of protein in my diet, yada, yada. Cool. Making the decision to go with a protein powder as opposed to protein plus hydrolyzed collagen. Right. Mm. So now we've got the protein powder. Now my assumption is that the protein powder is in more of that the bigger molecular structure. Am I right? No, the protein powder will just be broken down, will just be absorbed and broken down as amino acid building blocks. So just like that big chain of collagen just gets broken down and absorbed as just amino acid building blocks, so does the protein powder. And then your body decides how those little building blocks get put back together again and used. Okay, so I think where I'm getting confused is with the languaging around being put back together because when we talked about Dr. Carl talking about he's like it doesn't have a memory, like it can't actually go back together to how it was. So that's I think that's where I'm getting confused. Could you explain that for me a bit better? Uh, A bit more, sorry, not a bit better, (laughs) so I understand it. So the, the marketing was like the the original collagen supplements was like um, you just eat collagen and you'll have more collagen and it's better for your wrinkles. Yes, yes. And Dr. Carl's great piece was saying, well, you actually you don't absorb collagen whole. It gets broken down into its little building blocks and then those building blocks don't suddenly like group back together into collagen, your body has lots of different types of protein yeah. and it is those amino acids, like those amino acids might go into different types of structural proteins. They could go to neurotransmitters in your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, they're used in lots of different ways. So just like drinking some collagen doesn't automatically mean that your crow's feet disappear overnight and that's where they came in with the peptides and went well okay can we actually get you absorbing that collagen whole so that increases the collagen circulating in your body Mm. and so the the science has shown that we can do that but it's just worth knowing that we don't control where that collagen goes it could go anywhere in your skin like it could go to your joints as well so it could it could improve your skin and the that big meta-analysis seemed to indicate that it does mm. pretty quality um, some pretty quality research there mm. but what what i would like to see more research on is um you know your body will make collagen anyway from amino acids as it needs it, it makes okay that's nailed it for me now i understand yeah. so so taking taking the protein supplement 
yeah. will give your body more opportunity to create its own collagen. Does that yeah. sound right? Your body create your body makes collagen anyway each day, and it doesn't have a set limit. Like if it needs collagen for like skin repair or to heal a wound, it will make it. So, like I think this is where it gets a bit confusing. I'd I'd like to this be. I mean, you're never ever. We're never ever going to see a collagen Instagram post going, "Hey, buy this. It might work yeah. on your face. <laughs> it might go to your knees." Like, but please pay $70 for this anyway. <laughs> We're never going to see that. So if you are thinking about whether it could work for you, yeah, yeah you're looking for those peptides. You're looking for a 10-gram dose. Okay. Um, but know that if that feels a bit out of reach, that your other options are, you know, thinking about just the protein in your diet, thinking about your vitamin C and, and stopping things that um, – also speed up collagen loss like you know if you're a smoker um now's the time to think about you know whether now would be a good time to quit or not if you've noticed your alcohol intake go up um especially in lockdowns now might be a time to rethink that relationship and if you're not using sunscreen when you go out to the sun um think about your collagen because sun exposure speeds up that collagen loss as does excessive alcohol and smoking so there are other things we can do to protect our collagen production and 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 use of it so Mm. yeah yeah and i think i mean i feel like a lot of this discussion has been based around um an aesthetic so, and, and that is ultimately how collagen is often marketed. Okay. It's like, hey, let's get you looking younger. Let's get rid of your wrinkles, blah, blah, blah. So what I'd like to do is actually touch on other things that, yep. that supplementing with collagen may mm. be helpful for, not just due to this, you know, this global obsession with, with the aesthetic and continually looking younger, um, but I, in, in prepping for this topic, thought, okay, I wonder if there's any uh, studies in regards to joint, joint health and collagen. Mm. Um, and again, unfortunately, not, not a big one, although the meta-analysis you looked at was great with over the 15, you know, what well, was good with 1,500-odd mm-hmm. subjects. Um, I did find a, an, a study called The Effect of Collagen Supplementation on Osteoarthritis Symptoms, a meta-analysis of randomised placebo-controlled trials. So nice quality, nice quality uh, meta-analysis there. And that was from 2018. Um, the issue with this particular study, though, uh, in regards to what, what studies actually fit the criteria for this meta-analysis reduced right down to five. There was only five studies that ticked all the boxes. And of those five studies, there were just over 500 participants. So that's like, that's a small, small subject group by any means. Um, So, but it was interesting. So um, OA, osteoarthritis, uh, is a progressive local degenerative joint disease, um, which affects one or more of the synovial joints. So it might affect your hands, your hips, your spine, your knees. Really common to hear of what we would um, call knee OA, um, knee osteoarthritis. It's actually really common. Um, It's one of the most common causes of disability and prevalent chronic disease worldwide. 
So mm. it's really, you know, when we look at things that cause um, disability uh, from a musculoskeletal point of view worldwide, we look at low back pain um, and we look at osteoarthritis as kind of mm. the right up at the top um, of being super common. So this was interesting. Um, the use of collagen is growing due to satisfactory results in the treatment of OA. Um, however, it's still controversial. We don't know if it's, you know, what exactly is causing the effect, etc. So the aim of the meta-analysis was to evaluate the effect of this on OA symptoms. Again, just wanting to reiterate, it was a small um, group. Uh, unfortunately. So more more studies are going to need to be done. It was oral administration of collagen and there wasn't a consistency across those studies of the amount. Um, And as you and I have just discussed, there could be quite a difference between the effect of three milligrams or 10 milligrams, for instance. Okay. Mm. Um, Now, there are different formulations of collagen, again, as we have just discussed, but the hydrolyzed collagen, so I'm reading from the study now, the hydrolyzed collagen has shown stronger therapeutic benefits for the management of OA, um, probably due to its greater absorption. Yeah. So here we go. So this is what we've been talking about. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Here we go. Uh, most. Uh, I just want to read this, actually, instead of trying to paraphrase. It's important to mention that although collagen presentation doses used by the included studies were different, both collagen hydrolysate and unindentured collagen. I might need Und- to, undentured? Could you undenatured? Undenatured? Yeah. <laughs> are you like Chloe? You are murdering the pronunciation <laughs> of that. Undenatured <laughs> collagen exhibited a positive effect in the relief of OA symptoms. What does undenatured mean? Yeah, so that's just that big chain of collagen. Right, so okay. Natured collagen is just that big chain. So uh-huh. um, that collagen hydrolysate would have been absorbed in those little small chains of collagen right. as collagen. Undenatured collagen is that big chain. So it's just getting broken down and absorbed as amino acids in intestine. Uh-huh. So that's basically... Like you compare that to a protein powder. So what these people are getting is they're getting more protein. They're getting more of the amino acids that make up collagen. Um, mm. So that's, I love that they actually did that, that that was noted because I think that's really important. Yeah. So the, the results of this meta-analysis, again, small subject group, um, but they did show that collagen – so this is their conclusion. The results of this meta-analysis showed that collagen is effective in improving osteoarthritis symptoms. Um, it decreased uh, both the total WOMAC index and VAS scale. So the WOMAC um, index is self-administered health status uh, measure used to assess pain, stiffness and function in patients with OA of the hip or knee. And the VAS scale is a self-rating um, pain scale. So the participants in these particular studies um, found that they had relief in, in both of those elements. Mm. So if you are in persistent, aka chronic pain, um, and this is giving you some relief, wow, cool, right? Yeah, worth, absolutely. It would seem worth trying. Um, they are the, the, the people who ran this study um, 
say it's important to note, further longer clinical trials in larger populations are required in order to corroborate the potential beneficial effects of collagen suple supplementation in patients with symptomatic OA. Mm. But interesting, huh? They've also done quite a lot of studies on a different topic in regards to the effects of exercise with OA and that's pretty much mm. the go-to first, first line of um, treatment for osteoarthritis mm. is exercise. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because the only time I've actually taken collagen peptides was last year because I had um, joint pain in my knee. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I have to say, and again, please, like, this is one person doing a self-report. Were you using the VAS scale? You should have got anecdotal. the VAS scale out, babe. Um, this is anecdotal just because it worked for me does not mean it worked for you. Yes. Um, but I was, I was interested in the collagen peptide research um, and a, a company I use had this new collagen peptide product and, I, and that they, they just sent me some research on osteoarthritis and joint pain. So, um, yeah, the only time I've actually used collagen was for a month last year. And I actually think I saw an improvement, so a reduction in my knee pain. So it was worse mm. in one leg than the other um, by probably 60 to 70%. Wow. Were you doing so, anything else? Had you changed the exercise you were doing? Not, had were you sleeping better? Had, you know, what was the other stuff happening? Or um, I definitely didn't change my exercise because that stays consistent. Um, I didn't. It's, it's possible sleep might have gone in there as well. But interestingly, so, yeah, I can't um, – it was me just doing a little mm. experiment. So, you know, please don't take this as, as something you should be doing. Um, we like – Chloe and I, we love – We like a meta-analysis, you know. <laughs> we love, we love, you know, we love a placebo. We love a double-blind Um So, but interestingly enough, um, that pain has not come back. And I oh. think the big, yeah, so that's, that's really interesting because I expected it to come back. Oh, wow. Um, but since then, I have probably been much more mindful of my protein intake overall. So, um, yes, I definitely feel that, that the collagen worked for me, but is it because it's collagen or is it because it's protein? Mm. Well, so that's, mm. that's, yeah. And, and so interesting now because after going through the journey of, this episode and and hearing you talk about it and explain it really well and me getting it so thank you thank you for continuing to explain something until I get it I really appreciate that um that's awesome because I really feel like I've learned now which um hopefully that's how our listeners are feeling as well um we want you to come out of this feeling like you have clarity you have learned from it so um hopefully you've come along with my brain fuzz <laughs> journey and it's been helpful that I keep prodding tell me more Kate can you explain that a different way for me my brain's gonna get it shortly I know I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm hoping um it's so confusing though well well it is and it's really cool though now because I obviously looked at this study about NeoA prior to us having this conversation about yeah. understanding collagen and now that you've explained that to me it's really clear for me when I read this and they're like, hey, it's important to note that this form of collagen and this form of collagen, they both helped. Maybe yeah. hydrolyzed helped a little more, yeah. but they yeah. both actually 
resulted in some symptom reduction for people that are experiencing chronic pain. I mean, that's so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's... I would love to see more research on the skin side of it as well with, like, protein powder and collagen. Yeah. I would too, Kate, because I feel like that would... That would, like... Do you know why? That would really piss off, though, all of those companies that have grown entire... Their entire company is about specifically collagen and that collagen is the holy grail of beauty. Oh, yeah. Like, so, I mean, you know how much I hate, um, I'm sorry, I have to name them. I'm normally, I normally don't like naming. Are you going to name? Are you going to name? I normally don't like. We didn't discuss this prior. Do it, Kate, do it. It's it's okay. Um, (laughs) I'm self-soothing at the moment by rubbing my forehead. Just (laughs) if anyone needs a visual, I have my eyes closed and I'm rubbing my forehead up and down. It's very calming. Okay, you and I have spoken about this before, but there is <laughs> there is a line of drinks out there and their brand name is No Ugly. Oh, we're gonna go the drinks. I thought you were gonna name the the collagen company. I'm not I'm not ready to do that. No. Oh go- uh, oh that's why I was self-soothing. Okay, okay, oh no, yeah. No, I'd give you oh. warnings for that. No, I'm oh, not. Oh my god, I thought you were th- throwing that one at me. I thought it was like here we go. <laughs> oh, okay, sweet. I don't, oh, I, thanks, Kate. I generally don't I don't like that. <laughs> Naming, except when a company calls themselves No Ugly. Um, so yeah, there's a there's a company called No Ugly, um, which is just shit on so many levels, isn't it? Like, and they have so it's a line of drinks, um, all promising things. Um, one of their drink though is the No Ugly Skin, and it has some collagen in it. And actually, from memory, I think they are collagen peptides. Actually, I think I actually had a bit of a hate look at the. <laughs> Um, Did you just say hate look? Yeah. <laughs> That's a new – I mean, is that a thing? Is that a Kate-ism? It's, yeah, it's like hate Google. It's like when you Google something wishing that it, you know. Hate Google. <laughs> it's a hate Google. Hate um, look. <laughs> hate look a... at the panel. Okay. Um, but, look, I actually think they have um, collagen peptides in it, um, in this drink. But, like, this whole collagen thing, like, just feels – encapsulated by the no ugly drink and the idea that mm. would just trigger women's insecurities about their bodies. This about is this, what I'm uh, saying. Uh, it's like now we've uh, got to eat stuff so that we don't have crow's feet. And again, you know, yeah, do you know, crow's feet are a gr- like a beautiful visualisation of smiling. No. So I just... Like when I think about collagen, I think about that drink and I think about how the name is is deliberately designed to trigger us. You know, oh, no, mm. ugly. Oh, God, of course. No, I didn't. Oh, I don't. Am I ugly? Too? Is that what does that mean? You know, yeah. and then presenting us a solution. Money. So mm. if if you if you want some more protein in your life and you you have the money to buy a collagen powder and experiment with that mm. go for it but look for those peptides look, look for, for the peptides team. give it a good with the meta analysis saying you're going to need to give it a good 90 days yeah to to you know and then if you want it to continue you're going to have to keep taking it yeah so from just, what we can tell so far yeah. approaching, research today yeah approaching that choice with clarity and not feeling like oh, God, this is the only thing that's going to help my skin and it has to be really expensive. Mm. 
so, yeah, I hope that has really just cleared some things, some confusion up for people today. Mm. And uh, we would love feedback on if this has. Mm. So, and, and also, you know, if you've got some joint pain, maybe, yes. maybe it will offer some relief. Maybe, maybe. Again, more research is needed in that field, but it's looking potentially like, you know, that's something you could explore. Um, And I think also, and this is a journey, you know, that I really am still going on with myself. Also, you know, from a a visual, aesthetic point of view is that things change as we get older. Mm. Things change as we get older and these these unrealistic uh, beauty standards that at all points in our life we still need to look like we're in our 20s Mm. um, or our 30s is is exactly that unrealistic and um there needs to be an active shift in that too and i'm not seeing here as a hypocrite and saying i don't try and improve um you know the visual aspect of my skin and and whatnot and it, and as i said it's a journey it's a journey in acceptance it's a journey in self-love it's in a journey in also um the, the, the just the shit beauty standards that are particularly, I think, thrown at women um, and women feel pressurised by, uh, I think that's something that we need to, you know, there's this great um, book called, um, it's I think it's We Don't Owe You Pretty or yeah. I Don't Owe You Pretty. Yeah. Um, and I like to reflect on that when I am having one of those moments where it's like, oh, gosh, am I, you know, do I look... You know, am I done enough to go to this place or do I look this and that? And it's like, why do I think that everyone is looking at me and judging me whether I look pretty enough or not? <laughs> it's so funny. And and what amazes me is that I don't I don't know any woman who would swap brains with their younger self. Right? Like, but we like, you know what? So like far out my my mid 40s like perspective on life is like there's no way I'm swapping that for when I was 25 oh no I do not my, want my brain to go back to there no <laughs> I love I love my brain and the way my life has shaped it mm. and I just wish we could bring that just a little bit of that appreciation to our bodies as well Gee, I like that. That's a that's a nice place to end today's episode, I think, and it really gives us something to to reflect on and yeah, think about. Yeah. This has been cool. I have learnt so much during this episode, Kate. Thank you so much for bringing all your your wisdom and way of explaining things to me really well. Until I get it, and now I feel really learned on the subject. <laughs> I, I loved that okay study and that they actually could see results in both forms of collagen because like that was that was very cool I'd love to see that in in some skin research thanks everyone thanks for listening and yes please 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 leave us a review if you're loving uh, the podcast we'd really like as a new podcast we'd really like to bump um, the reviews up on the Apple podcast app and Spotify app so if you could leave us a five star that would be amazing even better if you can take a moment to write down what you find helpful from these episodes
That would be awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, everyone.